Welcome to Knitting a Story, a podcast by two crazed knitters. I'm Jen. And I'm Lex. Welcome to our Story Pod, friends. We've got episode 36, take two. So for this week's episode, we've got Off the Needles, Show Me Your Knits, When Good Knitting Goes Bad, and Knitting in the Wild. All right, so Off the Needles. That's all you. Oh, me. Yeah, I haven't been finishing much. <laughs> so I finished my Star Shower. That's oh, by yes. Hilary Smith-Callis. She did the uh, Citron. Yes. And I did Sweet Georgia, Tough Love Sock. Finished it off. Yep. Tried it on. Okay. Finished it off. Yes. Tried it on. Went, okay, I'm uh, going to block oh, the crap out of this. That's, oh. never, that's never a good sign. <laughs> and then I ran to block it. And yep. then I blocked it. And in the picture, she must be a very tiny girl. I am okay. not a tiny girl. Okay. And it fits grace, gracefully over, over her shoulders. Yeah, no. Do you have broad shoulders? Is that the problem? I think I do. Compared to her anyway? Compared to her. So... I blo- like. I mean, I blocked this baby hard. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you showed it who was the boss. I did. So then I took it to uh, knit night, and Miss yeah. um, K, she tried it on. Yep. And I said, "Can you try this on and f- see if it fits over your shoulders?" Yep, perfectly over her shoulders. Yeah. Oh, so what we're saying is that Hillary, he- <laughs> Hillary Smith Callis is the same size as Miss K. Yes, tiny, very per- tiny, perfect. Very slender and willowy, because no. for me, not, not so, so much. much. Yeah, well. No. So? Tough love sock. Bit scratchy around the neck. Yeah? Yeah. Does it, is it soften after you wear, like after you wash it? Not really. Like, it's okay if you've got a shirt on underneath. And yeah, it is not a winter cowl. Like, okay. I I do not put this on to be warm. Okay. Like, to, to wear with my coats, because yes. it drapes quite a bit. Oh, yeah, it's not really a... Keep your yeah. neck warm. Cowl. But if if you've got like a t shirt on and you just want something to cover the back of your neck and give you some visual interest, it's perfect. Oh, okay. So I like first time I tried it on, I was like, oh, not eh. so good. Eh. Wah, wah. Yeah, exactly. And then I found that I was wearing it all the time. Oh, that's good then. So very excited, loved it, and you may find it again in a later segment. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? So what else have you finished? <laughs> so. I cast on the 5x5 cowl by Felicia Lowe from Sweet Georgia. And if you follow us on Facebook, you'll see the picture. Uh, Yeah, of me wearing it. Because, I mean, I knit that baby in less than a week. That's sweet. It is. It's free, so I don't mind giving away the secret sauce. It's like knit 5, purl 5 over a whole bunch of stitches, and you just go until your sock weight runs out. And it uses two skeins of sock weight and one skein of lace weight, and it's awesome for stash busting cool and it's so squishy and it is i've tried it on people yeah it was very squishy i made it a little too long like i'm initially when i tried it on i said to my husband a little longer and he goes yeah a little longer after she says she's not a a big person or a small because she's pretty i'm short she's short but she needs it longer or shorter shorter yeah Yeah. so one i needed to be actually both i needed to be shorter one you needed to be bigger and this one you need to be smaller yeah so like the length is good but it's it's just that smidge too long like it's cold right it's calgary i like it around my we have more snow again (laughs) yeah at least this time is november november 1st yeah snowstorm yeah oh well yeah It was still snowing when I left for work this morning. I was depressed. (laughs) Oh, no. I was like, oh. Yeah. So, love it. I recommend anybody, if you you just want to even mix and match. Like, I used two Knit Picks uh, Rose City skeins and then just kind of like a a mulberry. I think it's got to be silk because it's got a little bit of a sheen in a lace weight. Okay, yeah. And it's just, it's awesome. It's squishy and... 
I don't know. And it's warm. And I don't know how in the pattern she wanted you to cast it on. I think with a provisional cast on. Oh. And I can't do provisional cast ons. Yeah, we've discovered this. I have a disability when it comes to provisional cast ons. So I actually did, it was Judy's Magic cast on. Okay. And I just used. You know, two sets of cable needles and yeah, that's how I like to do it. And I then can't just figure let it out. hang there. I can't figure out like the, the crochet, crochet no. and pick it up. Uh, no, yeah, no, no. I like just to have it on the other end of a needle. Yeah, and then I'm good to go. Yeah, and just let it hang there, right? Yeah, it's and not going anywhere. Totally recommend it to people, and it is mindless knitting. It is awesome. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Loves it, and it's it's beautiful. It is like you'd think. Oh, well, it's kind of just boring, but. It's it's got enough interest with yeah. the the colors because you can use like a you could use a really heavily variegated yarn for this and it'd mm-hmm. be fine. Even like a solid, a variegated, and then you, whatever you want for your lace weight. Yeah, and it's awesome. Totally recommend it. Love Perfect. it. Get, and I get tons of compliments on it. Awesome. Yeah, and it uses up uh, any uh, it, stash busters that you need to yeah. use up. And you're like, you have this crazy sock yarn that you bought. Not that I. Not that I have ever done this. And you're like, oh, this will be great. And then you're like, what the heck am I going to knit with this? Like, it's so heavily variegated. You can't do any patterns because it's crazy. This is perfect. But I'm going to, like, for... It kind of goes into good knitting goes bad. Yeah. You have to be careful of your colorways. I guess it depends on your taste. But if you're picky, yeah, I'll bring it up again. So show me your knits. Why don't you start? All right, perfect. So... For the show me your knits, so I'm redoing the cuff on the purple socks. Okay. If you remember last time I talked about these socks, I had um, sewed them on with Kitchener stitch and it sort of... The cuffs, right? The cuff. The the one cuff. So the one sock was perfectly fine. It didn't fit me. It mm-hmm. was too sh- too small, <laughs> but that wasn't the pattern. That was me. User error. Yeah, use, yeah, user error, not the pattern. So, But the other one I couldn't even get over my foot, and I was like, well, maybe I just have an exceptionally fat foot. <laughs> but uh, when my stepdaughter couldn't get it over her foot, I was like, okay, okay. it's too tight. So I originally what I was going to do was to pick it all out and then, like, use the yarn again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that didn't happen because I, like, about mm, five stitches into picking it out, I was like, this is going to take forever. And I started cutting. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yep. Oh, no. Yep. So that, that, cu- that cuff is now in, sitting in my waist to get, waist basket downstairs. Okay. Oh, darn. Yeah. Nope. It's all gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, picking up the purple stitches that were live was sort of brutal Ooh. and took me a while. Mm-hmm. And I may or may not have just left it on the desk for a week. <laughs> In time out. In time out. And, but I picked up all the stitches and I've started the new cuff. So Okay. Oh, any ideas for what you're going to do for the bind off? Yeah, I'm just going to do, uh, I think, Jenny's surprisingly stretchy bind off. Okay. I've done that for like sweater bottoms and mm-hmm. um, cuffs on sleeves and stuff. And it's seems to be fine so okay i mean i'll try it and if it looks too whiffly waffly then i'll try something else okay because at least this time i won't have to cut the whole cuff off i can just like undo, undo the bind, yeah undo the bind off which Ooh. is a lot less it is way less fiddly than trying to undo a freaking kitchener stitch oh my god yeah no yeah no hey no mm-mm. i mean had it had i not had more of the yellow okay. to redo the cuff i would have persevered but i had like 
a lot of the yellow left. So okay. I was like, no, mm-mm, I don't need this yellow. <laughs> yeah, your cost-benefit analysis. It is going to cost me way too much and yeah. not enough benefit. Not, not enough at all. <laughs> I was just like, no, I'd just rather use the rest of my other yellow. Okay. So got rid of it. Sweet. This is one where we pretty much knit the same things over and over again as last time. Yeah, that's why it's called Take Two. <laughs> so, what did you do? Because <laughs> I cast on another star shower. Oh, I'm so surprised. Hillary Smith Gallus. <laughs> oh, what a surprise. Yeah, so this time I'm using uh, Manos de Uruguay, the Fino, I think. That's the single, right? That's the single. Yeah. And it's it's got this really nice halo to it. Yes, it does. And this time, and I'm going to say I did it on purpose, I actually forgot to do some of the repeats. Oops. So instead of it being so loosey-goosey drapey in the front, I think it's going to cinch it in quite nicely. Okay. I'm just hoping it's going to fit over my head. Well, yeah. Hmm. If not. If if not, somebody out there has to have a small <laughs> I, head. I sure hope so. But it, it's beautiful. And I love, I love the pattern. And you would think that by just changing the yarn, it's still going to look similar. It is so different it is so different from my other one just with that halo and it's just really it's like a totally different pattern yeah, right yeah it really is. and also you're doing well mind you i screwed up on it hey. but also i really did on purpose was change those change the wool yeah but cool. i love it awesome what else are you working on okay so in the same vein as what i just talked about <laughs> i am doing the tubular socks again take two okay but when i say i'm redoing the tubular socks I thought I was when I cast them on, mm-hmm. but I think really what I'm doing is I'm taking the heel, okay, and I'm just doing the heel. So I'm just going to knit two socks, two tubes, okay, and then where the pattern usually says, you know, like start knitting the the cut the heel flap and then pick up stitches. I'm just going to just keep on knitting, and that's just going to become my foot, and then I'm going to do um, an afterthought heel without having to knit anything into it, okay, because I'm not willing put that effort in. <laughs> the lazy nerdies podcast yeah so i think it'll be fine because when you do like the the i think it'll be okay i think it'll be fine oh i mean we're gonna find out aren't we <laughs> so yeah what yarn are you using do you remember uh well the cuff so i'm doing like contrast cuff heel toe mm-hmm. and that i lost the ball band for that thing for the contrasting ago. color yeah okay. years ago because i knit a sh- I had two skeins of it. I knit a stole out of it, and I had this leftover stuff. Okay. So it... <laughs> it could be anything. I, I, I couldn't tell you. It could okay. be anything. <laughs> what colors? Uh, it's predominantly... It's got a, like a grayish overtone, but it is it is a crazy variegated... It's got like pinks, blues, yellows, really? orange. It's crazy. Okay. So like, well, I didn't have enough of it to like, actually make full socks. Like, what are you going to do with something like this? You're going to do contrasting heel-toe socks. Yeah, or scrap blanket or something, right? But yeah, not enough to do anything of substance with. And so then the contrast color that goes with it is, um, it's like a brick red tweed. Ooh, I love tweed. Yeah, it's a brick red tweed. And uh, yeah, that will come back later on in the podcast too. No. But so... I don't know that tubular socks are, like, the sock pattern for me, but I do really like the way she does the heels, so hmm. I'm just going to keep going with that. Okay. Yeah, because I guess the nice thing about it is, especially because you're so busy with school and stuff, you don't have to... 
I think at one point we talked about when I was out somewhere and realized like, oh my gosh, I have to, yeah, I've got to put my heel in right now. Yeah. Yeah, no. Nope. So I just don't have time for that and uh, lazy knitters and I'm just going to try it and see how it goes. Hmm. This time, hopefully, the sock will fit me. (laughs) Or, worst comes to worst, Christmas is coming very, very quickly. Oh, don't even, I don't even... Nope, I have exams. <laughs> yeah. Exams are coming. That's what's coming. He's exams the and then like Christmas. what is it you're gonna get a week before Christmas? Uh yeah, nine days. Nine days. Oh my goodness. Yeah, my last exam is on the December fifteenth, so nine days oh, after. Oh my goodness. Well but everybody in my family is used to getting their Christmas like if I'm hand knitting something, you'll get in January. Okay. I usually put the unfinished item in a bag and give you the bag, and then I'm like, and I need it back. Yeah, <laughs> Merry Christmas. This uh, is what I need. That yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna need your present right now. Thanks. I guess yeah. I don't. I don't. With your program, it's probably quite a bit different. But you could get a lot of your Christmas knitting done in the summer. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't thinking of that ahead. No, right. I wasn't expecting. I don't know what I was expecting, but. This is not what I was... I'm enjoying it, but this is not what I was expecting. The level of commitment is huge. Oh, it's it's big time. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what you want from a nurse. And I, Yeah, I think and that's... Like, Lex but, and I were discussing that, you know, first-year nursing tends to wash a lot of people out. Yeah. It doesn't leave a lot of time for extra stuff. No, it doesn't. So I'm just plugging away what I can, you know. When I need to study and I don't want to study, I knit. Okay. Yeah. And are you finding you're squeezing any knitting time in while you're at school? Um, a little bit here and there, mm-hmm. and uh, one of my profs is actually taking a learn how to knit class, and okay. so she comes in and tells me about it every so often. She's like, <laughs> oh, I don't know, I'm doing this, and I'm like, keep going, yeah, you don't give do up it. on your, she's like, oh, it's, it's so ugly, and I'm, I don't know, and I'm like, just keep going, it's your first project, it'll be okay. Yeah. Everybody's first project is sort of weird and uh, yeah. lop- lopsided, Yeah, you know, or it's a misadventure. Or hideously off gauge yeah or yeah. you know like you've chosen this yarn and you think it's gonna be great and whatever pattern you've chosen it just doesn't work <laughs> no. i mean like we all have knitting stories like that mm-hmm. so i was i'm trying to encourage her just to forge go forge on ahead and to watch youtube yeah but, yeah yeah i was like she's like oh i forgot how to pearl i'm like youtube it <laughs> is she a picker or a thrower i don't know oh. i don't think she knows no? I don't want to confuse her by asking. Has she ever crocheted before? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Because I know being when I've tried to t- tried to knit, I've I crocheted since I was a kid. Yeah, and then I tried to be a thrower while I was knitting, and there, I just couldn't do it. I learned as a picker. Yeah, and then I was went to knit night one night, and there was a bunch of people throwing. Right, so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm gonna try that because they all say it's faster. Yeah, what? I don't know how they do it. I don't know how you have, like, I managed to pick up the technique, but I was like, this is so awkward. So, whatever, to each their own. I mean, if it works for you, that's yeah. great. But I often, I don't know if I could teach somebody how to, th- mind you, I, I don't even think I could teach anybody how to pick. You I've know? taught people how to pick. Have you? Well, I've taught my husband how to pick. Yeah. And he's doing okay. <laughs> I even taught him how to, like, fix his problems and mistakes. Really? Yes. So... He doesn't knit often because he didn't knit at all during the summer because it was too hot. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but that's when you need to do the knitting. Because you're going to need it in the winter. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> I know. Oops. I like to knit lace shawls in the summer because it's summertime. And then oh, yeah. I would just like to say, I thought of you after I had this thought. It gets cold. Mm-hmm. There's snow, right? And I thought, I really need a pair of, of um, 
of fingerless mittens. And then I was like, Jen would laugh at me because she's always like, oh, just do a thing of fingerless mittens. And I was like, ah, nah. <laughs> no. Next time, next <sighs> time. And yep, I'm like, oh, I could use some fingerless mittens. And I'm like, yeah, Jen would like kick my butt. <laughs> I know. Well, I was like, I could use some fingerless mittens. Yeah. Guess what I cast on this week? Fingerless mittens? No. <laughs> Two more shawls. <laughs> I know. The one thing, like, I kid you not, I have a very large bag of hand-knit shawls. Shawls, cowls, scarves. But no fingerless mittens, eh? I have one pair of fingerless mittens that I have at work, and I love them. Yeah, I'm But they stay to, at work. I'm, and, I'm, I have to make a pair, because this is not working for me. I know. But when am I going to find the time? Maybe over Christmas break. Hmm. Well, how nice do you want your mittens to be? I don't, I don't know. Decent? Just, uh... Stockinette stitch a tube, bind off five stitches, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, cast them back on all in the round and go up. And then you just won't have a thumb. It would just be a tube. Yeah. Then a hole for your thumb and a tube. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, I'll have to, now I have to go find some yarn. I'm sure I have some in my stash. Yeah. Perfect. I'm going to have to go do that I well, at some point. Unfortunately, nobody got to see the little hand she, movements. She was but... explaining how to do it with her hands. Yes. So you need to tube sock yep then you bind off five stitches for your thumb hole yep and then just back and knit forth, it flat yeah right and leave yourself a hole and then just put them back in the round and then yeah. it covers the palm or i guess n- north of your thumb <laughs> if, if your hand is a compass <laughs> north of your thumb oh my god or or in biology parlance oh it's distal to your thumb okay there we go yeah Excellent, and, excellent. And and the other part of the tube is proximal to your elbow. Oh. Yeah, this is what I spend my time doing. I don't have time for knitting. I have to learn where everything is. But no, but think of it. You'll never forget that now. Yes. Distal. You know? Distal and proximal. Now <laughs> now all of you guys know it. Yeah. And you and, can say the same thing. And it applies to knitting. It does. You can't go wrong. No. Okay, perfect. So other thing I cast on this week. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Another like to... five by five cowl. And this is why we called this episode Take Two. Because, yeah. Everything is a double. It is. So what are you doing? This five by five cowl by Felicia Lowe. <laughs> so I went into my one of my stash cabinets. I got to say, I've got a bit of a problem and I probably need a 12-step program. So, so I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> what? That I have a problem. I'm like, I'm looking at everything, simultaneously thinking I have nothing to knit, as well as thinking I am never going to knit. Like, I have so much going on right now, I can't knit all this. Yeah. Yeah, you feel like you're reaching sable. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not stopping me. No. I'm not slowing down. (laughs) So, I went into my nitpick stuff that I bought, and I think I talked about it last podcast. I bought a reasonably sized box of yarn. Yes. And I pulled out... God, I don't even know what you... I don't even know the colorway. Still, it's the Hawthorne sock base. We think it's Alameda. Nope, that's my second one. <laughs> oh, I actually uh, swatched never mind. for another one. Okay. And because I always do my cast-ons late at night for some reason. Yeah. So I go into one stash cabinet and pull out the lace weight. I've got this muddy, muddy, green oh. baby alpaca lace weight. Okay. And I'm like, okay, f- I can find something for this. Yeah. So I go into where I keep my separate stash and pull out the knit picks that's kind of like a green bean split pea okay. soup kind of color. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I can put these together. Then I wind them all up. Right. And it's late at night and my ball is. winder is like, oh, <laughs> yeah. like, oh God, trying to do it quietly. Yeah. Yep. So Not wake up the kid. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm 
I wind three balls of yarn. Yep. I sit down, I swatch. It is horrific. It's just hideous. It is hideous. The <laughs> barf-colored green picked up the barf colors in the skein, and it just looked awful. Like, just... You should have just kept knitting it for, like, a Halloween costume. Oh, it... I, I couldn't even... I just... <laughs> it was just I'm bad. Like, eh? just two more rows, it'll get better. Oh, it just... It, it was got worse. awful. So... <laughs> So then I was like, oh, and I really want to knit another one of these. So go back into the one stash cabinet and I yep. find like a, a navy blue baby alpaca lace weight. Okay. And then go back into the where I keep my knit pick stash cabinet. And I find this one in Alameda. I like that you segregate your stash. I know. Just it's saying. It's awful. It's awful. Your yarn just wants to be friends. I know. They just want to come together. And so... I pull out the Alameda. Well, mind you, I've got my whole dining room table, and I'm trying to make combinations of this. I've got purples out. I got blue. I got late at night. Late at night, and I've got this puke green. Did you have to work the next morning? Of <laughs> I course. Don't, I don't know. Oh, maybe not. No, nope, my husband was traveling, so oh. chances are I did. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So I finally got so navy blue lace weight baby yeah. alpaca, and then the Alameda, which is... Uh, like a purple. It's like a bluey. Yeah, it's tonal blues with purples, and it is beautiful together. Like, I can't believe I went from... So my very first one is all beautiful. It's rose colors. It's Pink, stunning. Yep. And then I go to this, this like hideous, barf. and I thought, oh, my God, it's never going to work. You know, <laughs> yeah. my, my beautiful one was a one-off, and I'm never going to find yep. the perfect combination yep. again. This is it, and this it's too long. It. I know, and it's not perfect. Yeah. And I finally got another one. And my husband actually was like, that is stunning combination. Awesome. And I love it. But man, I... Yeah, well, you got to go through I, a few lemons, right? <laughs> it was awful. I think I kept it. I should see if I can take a picture of it that, that encompasses the hideousness and of this combination. That would be awesome. And at least baby alpaca will keep you super warm, right? Like, oh, I know. Alpaca is like crazy in this weather, especially. Yeah. And, and it's beautiful. But it's... I feel bad. Sorry, all our podcast listeners, where I just knit the same things over and over again. Yeah, well, hey, th- this, I guess this this podcast is all about that. Because <laughs> it's not like I came up with anything new. No. Either, so. But sometimes when, when life is busy, you, you just, just need something you know is going to work. Yeah, you, just, you need sanity knitting. Yes. You just need sanity knitting. Like, I just, I need something that I can just pick up and be like, all is right with the world. This is the easiest pattern. Yeah. Blah. I know it works. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah. Instead of, well, for me, it's going through Ravelry and then stressing the whole time about why can't I find the perfect combination? Yeah, exactly. I don't have time to find the perfect combination. I just tried and true. Yep. Got to just do what I got to do. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. When good knitting goes bad. Yeah. So this is a perfect segue from your pukey (laughs) uh, five by five into my tubular socks. So Mm -hmm. this this is the second one that I cast on. So not the purple ones that had the bad cuff, but the second one. So I cast on my my cuff, right? And I did my knitting. Mm -hmm. All good. So when I started this, I didn't have any color for... In, a, in mind at all for the actual foot of the sock. Okay. Right? I was like, oh, I'll figure that out when I get there. <laughs> so I finish the cuff and I'm like, I look at my stash and I'm just like, I have I nothing. Have, I have nothing. Nothing. And I, oh, whatever. So, okay. So then I went to Miss S's house and it turns out in her basement she had the perfect brick red. Really? Brick red um, 
uh, tweed, right? And I'm like, that's perfect, right? Because mm-hmm. the other yarn is very, really busy, and this is just, like, it's tonalish. Okay. You know, and it's got a little bit of tweed, so it's a little interesting. Yeah. Okay, so then I'm like, okay, so I'm just going to knit, my first idea was I'm just going to knit plain stockinette socks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I start knitting stockinette. Mm-hmm. It was just so not what I wanted. Like, Really? I thought it was boring. Uh, because the color is so consistent, which is great, mm-hmm. but it just needed, like, it felt like I was wasting it. It felt like I had this perfect thing to do something textural with, and okay. I was just wasting it with stockinette stitch. Oh, okay. Right? I was like, oh, I'm just wasting this yarn. <laughs> you know, I'm never going to come up with this yarn again. And it's hand dyed, right? And I'm just going to waste it on plain stockinette. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, all right, well, I got to do something. Then I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll just do random pearl ridges every so often okay so i I did that Mm -hmm. no it didn't look great no no it looked terrible because how would you do that with a tube sock you'd end up having pearl ridges on the bottom of the foot yes well this is how my tube sock has evolved okay so then i was like yeah this isn't gonna work i'm done so i i ripped it out and then i was like then i came up with the idea that i'm not actually doing a tube sock i'm just gonna use this heel from the sock and i'm just gonna knit a tube all the way down to the toes. Okay. And then cast on another cuff, tube, all the way down to the toes. Mm-hmm. And then do the afterthought heel. Okay. Right? So that's my new idea. Okay. Then I'm like, oh, I could do like a really nice... I was browsing Ravelry and I was looking at other patterns for like sweaters and whatever. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, moss stitch. I really like... Or seed stitch. Mm-hmm. I really like seed stitch, right? Like that looks really nice and it would look really nice with this yarn, blah, blah, blah. Because mm-hmm. it's... A, so I started seed stitch. Looked terrible terrible oh. i was just like oh i would never wear these socks like yeah. not not in a million years i wouldn't even give these socks away they're so oh bad my goodness. Oh. and it was just the texture was just wrong with the yarn right yeah. and then so at this point i'm like these socks don't want to be made they yep. just don't want to be made i've i don't know what's going on but <laughs> they make a really nice i was having fingerless mitts i was having a, i was having a bad night and mm-hmm. i was just like Nothing is working right, you know, and I I don't understand biology. And yeah. I can't make socks. I'm gonna fail. I'm gonna Nobody fail. likes me. Yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a failure. Blah blah blah. So, right, and this is so my and you know I can't knit socks on top of everything else that's going wrong. So yeah. I'm like, okay. So I went back over to Miss uh, S's house yesterday, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't know what I what these socks want to do. I can't figure it out. I need a texture, but I can't figure it out. She gave me some good ideas. So I haven't tried them, so I'm not telling you what they are yet, because mm-hmm. I want to see, I think they'll work, Okay. because they're interesting enough that it's cool, mm-hmm. but they're simple enough that it's not like crazy seed stitch all over the place. Okay. Which was the problem with the seed stitch. It was just like, bleh. It was too much. It was, it was like barfing seed stitch, and I was just <laughs> like, this is, this is so bad. Yeah. Right? Like, I've decided I like seed stitch in Aaron weight, or like... Okay. A, like a really big weight. It would be very, yeah. It was like super teeny tiny. Really? <laughs> like it just looks, yeah, I still have it on my needles. Maybe I'll take a picture before I unravel it and try the, my new idea. Worse comes worse, Hermione's every day maybe? Well, it might be too much pattern yeah. Well, it might, that and I've, I've knit a Hermione's every day for me and I am knitting a Hermione's every day for my husband. Okay. I am too tired much. of Hermione's every... It is a brilliant pattern, but I am done with it. Yeah. <laughs> Hermione's everyday sock is no longer my everyday knitting. Yep. So, blech. Okay. Worst comes to worst, if it's beautiful yarn, just make some fingerless mitts. But then what am I going to knit with these socks? 
That's the problem. Because mm. I thought about that, and then I'm like, then I have nothing with these socks, and my mm-hmm. life is over. And <laughs> I was feeling very you dramatic. You could choose a different cuff. <laughs> I was just having a bad day. Oh, I hate that. You know, it was just not enough sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of stuff coming, a lot of coming, and, stuff coming due, and blah yeah, blah blah. Oh. Yeah, so it was just, I was beside myself with and sock it, knitting, and that's painful because you go to the knitting for comfort. Yeah, and it just wasn't comforting oh. me. And then, yeah, so that's why I haven't finished anything because <laughs> it's all been going wrong. <laughs> oh no! But I think it'll be okay now. I hope so. If not, you'll have more fodder for next podcast. I will, exactly. See? <laughs> so my, my failure is, is your benefit. It's your entertainment. Yes. <laughs> so knitting in the wild. Okay, so um, I didn't see these on anybody, but I went okay. shopping with my stepdaughter mm-hmm. to the mall. Oh, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's an experience. And yeah. um, it was okay. She was fine. And we went to this store called Ardeen's, which is sort of like um they sell accessories but they've recently branched out into clothes and it's okay the quality is not there but, but the price you, point is right for a yeah you get what you pay for, for a teenager right? Right. yeah okay so and she wants to buy her own stuff and i'm like whatever if that's Can what you want to spend that. your money on she asked me my opinion i gave it to her she took it or she didn't yeah not my problem so she bought three pairs of leg warmers oh I was like, I can make some of those. Yeah. No. no. It, did no. you actually say that? <laughs> no. I did. I did. And she was like, yeah, but I want these ones. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then then he realized you have no time. Yeah. And it's a blessing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I can make these. And then I was like, I say that about a lot of things. And I'm like, yeah, but when? When am I going to make these? I know. Like, there's there's just not enough time in the day. Yeah. Unless I send somebody else to school to do my school for me, which might be an option. <laughs> Could you do my schoolwork so I can sit at home and knit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, please. Yeah, that, that would be, be that'd great. Be, that'd be super helpful. Yeah. Anyway, so leg warmers are back. Okay. Does she wear them with tights or something like she that? She wears leggings. Okay. She pr- practically lives in leggings, and she wears her... She We got her some some Converse high tops, which are also back in fashion. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they're they're back. Oh, geez. and then she wears these leg warmers, or she, or she has a pair of boots that she wears them with. Okay, and are they purely for style, or are they function? Does she find that they're warm? I don't know. Hmm. When we bought them, it wasn't so cold. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, so I'll uh, I'll update you guys on that. But mind you, I guess if you're wearing leggings and leg warmers, you'd have to imagine your legs would be cold, but your ankles would be fabulous. <laughs> I have found the solution to this. Okay. My mom gave me an early Christmas present, because why not? Mm-hmm. She found these at Costco. They're fleece-lined leggings. So they're, they're all the fashion of leggings, but they've got, like, this little fleece lining on the inside, and it's nice and warm. Like, if it's a biting cold wind, wind's ha- going through. I have those for my daughter. <laughs> they are awesome. And she loves them. I wear them. They're like that's the thing, right? You get the the nice legging look, but not the bulk. But they're warm. They're warm. I mean, like like I said, if it's minus thirty and the wind's howling, like <laughs> nothing's going to be warm. That's not going to help at yeah. all, right? But I mean, if it's just a little bit chilly outside, eh, you know, I wouldn't wear them to go on like a massive hike or anything. But if I'm yeah. just going to school, yeah, I just need to walk from my house to my car. You know, you're hitting the grocery store, or something, yeah, right? Right. So it's all good. So fleece lined leggings, love them. 
from you Costco. What, do you know what I saw yesterday? What? We went and looked at snowmobiles, mm. as okay. Canadians do. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, look at these interesting socks. And they were real merino wool socks. Yes. And like mass-produced merino yep. wool socks. And I, I People squeed. People are starting to n- notice. To notice yep. that wool is good. And I have to say, I picked them up. I shouted across the section. I went, yeah. Pete, Merino wool. <laughs> like, uh, Sorry if that was loud, everybody. But <laughs> and he's like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, but it's Merino. <laughs> yeah. My husband has some socks that we got from Bass Pro Shop. And he wears them hunting and ice fishing. Yeah. And they're Merino wool. Yeah. It's like. Lifetime warranty. That's what these had. No, uh, no questions asked. Lifetime. No, it was unconditional. Yep. And I was like, this is awesome oh yeah they're they're fantastic and they're expensive well the the initial cost is expensive but when you think you can get free replacements for the rest of your life like those socks pay for that you know and it's it's real wool yep yeah i'm I'm loving it yeah so people are coming back to the socks that i make Mm -hmm. right but they're more like functional like I'm going out to somebody's house and I'm going to be taking my socks off. So it'll be warm, but my feet mm-hmm. are going to still be a little bit warm. Whereas he'll wear like the really heavy duty mass produced wool socks, like for, on the ice. Yeah. Ice and fishing. for probably, you know, in his work yeah. boots and stuff. Yeah, right. Like, right. I mean, there's a time and a place for hand knits, hand knits and, and work boots. Yeah. Probably, probably not so much. <laughs> so the other thing that's coming out that we've seen in Calgary, boot, boot toppers. toppers. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which I like because it's all of the style of a sock coming out of your boot without the work of the actual sock part. I know. But I've worn gumboots, mm-hmm. you know, as a person does. And I hate that feeling of the boot slapping my oh, yeah. slapping my leg. Oh, it's terrible, it's isn't it? It's awful. Oh. And I thought, you know, boot toppers, though beautiful, could be functional. Yes. You know, they would stop that plump, 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 plump as you're walking. Yes. Exactly. The slapping. Right. Also, if you wear them on top of your winter boots, mm-hmm. they'll stop any snow from getting in. Or drafts. Or drafts. Mm. You know? Boot draft. Beautiful and functional. Those of you who are listening in warmer climates that don't get this kind of snow are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> this is a problem? Yes. Yes. yes and I'm sure is. you guys have problems that we have never considered because that's not a problem where we live. And we'd be <laughs> like, like sunburn. Yeah, like a sunburn. <laughs> Though we do get I do get sunburn. We do get sunburns in, in Calgary. I always get sunburn. <laughs> I don't tan. I go from white to red and back. <laughs> See, Alberta there's no, colors. There's no in between. <laughs> yeah. There's no in between for me. But, no. you know, I don't know. So, yeah, the boot draft is a thing, guys. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you're wearing leggings. Especially if you're scraping the snow off your car. Oh, and, and it gets in your boots. Yes. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. Then boot your toppers. feet are all wet because they melt in this car <laughs> and it's just blech. Yeah, it's a mess. Boot yeah, toppers. toppers. Yep, they're back. If you need them, get them. Yeah, snatch them. <laughs> so please join us at our blog, knittingastory.wordpress.com. And Facebook at Knitting a Story. And Ravelry Knitting a Story podcast. I'm Beloved of Bast. And I'm Jen's account. And hope to hear from you soon. Yes. Thanks, guys. Ta.